Blog Talk Radio. Talk about life's problems that may break or turn hard support. On Reconnect My Heart, we discuss God's answers to life's problems to reconnect our hearts back to the way He originally made us. I'm your host, Brother Prade. I'm so glad you're able to join us. If you have any questions, comments, or if you just want to listen to the show, feel free to call me at 516-453-9118. That's 516-453-9118. Or you can listen online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash reconnect my heart. Or you can go to our chat room, which is available on our website, when, where you can listen to our, or ask, excuse me, you can send your prayer requests or suggestions or even just uh, questions. Also, for those who may want to watch the you a uh, video version of Reconnect My Heart. You can catch us on Reconnect My Heart Podcast dot com. Also, we are on uh, social media. We're on Brother Prater Facebook page as well as Brother Prater on YouTube. 
I would like to say thank each and every one of you all for chiming in. Um, matter of fact, I didn't realize that one of my devices um, was was dead, but I'm I'm chiming on just in case someone may want to send some questions. Um, using cell phone, so thank God for modern technology. But I thank you all for tuning in, and I hope and pray that you all had a great day today. Um, today is going to be uh, a little different. I had something planned earlier, but today I was um, getting myself ready, and as I was getting ready today, it was like God was just showing me some things, and pretty much it was about relationships and one of the things i'll tell y'all one of the things i kept seeing i kept seeing young ladies who were in church they love the lord they come into church they're active in church but they gave everything about themselves they gave everything to god except for matters of the heart. And so I begin to see I begin to see a trend of ladies end up taking matters into their own hands pertaining to matters of the heart. Instead of them waiting on God or seeking God, they begin to seek for a man for themselves. They would take methods for as taking a man outside of the church who ain't saved, who ain't delivered, and try to drag them into the church to try to make that relationship work. I would see young ladies that would try to get a man that's not even saved, that's not in church, but try to make them go to church to make them become the men that they want. And I just began to start seeing that, and it really, really, really started tugging on my heart it was it was like me just seeing like a whole movie of different women doing different things that are just like that and these are christian women and it just really hurt me and i said you know what i'm just going to go ahead and we're just going to just talk about it today so today i'm not following any normal format i'm just going to speak straight from my heart I'm going to speak straight from my heart. Uh, I know there's a lot of different things on uh, social media, different TV shows, even different songs, and they're telling these women what they need to do to get a man or keep a man, regardless of how he is. I'm seeing it, and it, like I said, it just really, it really bothers me, especially as a man, as a man that believe in God as the young man that believe in doing things the right way. And I'm from the old school. I believe that the men are supposed to pursue the young lady, but then all of a sudden we seeing a trend where these women, are they're doing everything they can to try to make themselves be noticed. And I'm not just talking about, you know, Hey, how you doing? Well, no, we talking about things underhanded. They're doing things that are outside of, God's will. They're doing things that are outside of God's character to catch some joker who is not even following God. And these are young ladies that profess to be Christians, but they're doing things to try to get these guys' attention. And then 
when they get these guys' attention, now they want to be respected as Christian women, but you're doing unchristian things to get this unchristian man. So, like I said, these are just some of the things that were really just, I just begin to kind of see, and like I said, I'm just going to go ahead and talk about it. So, tonight, unlike any other night, I know that we celebrated Thanksgiving and all that stuff, but I just have to share with you all what's on my heart. So, today, our topic is going to be entitled, Does God Want Me in This Entanglement? Does God want me in this entanglement? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not know anything about that word until a couple of months ago when everybody began to start talking about it on social media. Uh, matter of fact, Jana Pickett-Smith was um, on her show called Red Table Talk, and she had her husband, Will Smith, on the show, and she began to talk about a relationship that she had that was outside of her marriage. And so for the first time, that's when I heard that word entanglement, entanglement. That word had its 15 minutes of fame. And so as I began to think about tonight's show, I kept seeing the word entanglement, entanglement. So I looked it up and I'm like, man, what does entanglement mean? And so all of a sudden, one of the definitions of the word entanglement, I saw a dysfunctional relationship. And I said, oh, yeah, that fits a lot of people's relationship. There's a lot of dysfunctional relationships. Now, what I'm going to do, I'm going to speak I'm going to separate me speaking to the guys and then me speaking to the young ladies. Now, like I said, at first, a couple of years ago, and, you know, um, I'll probably bring bring this up until the day I die, but I always spoke about, you know, relationship or the blessing of God and obedience to God. I believe in speaking about all these things, and I really – tried to make sure that I spoke on a variety of things. And this is, uh, I'll just say, um, March the 3rd, Sunday, March the 3rd of 2019. I spoke about a variety of things from that day before then. I believe in speaking about a lot of different things, and I was active in a lot of different uh, programs and uh, domestic violence and, and all that stuff. But after I got off the show, matter of fact, the, the uh, show that I had on that particular night was about, um, you know, breaking unhealthy or uh, strongholds, stronghold, that's what it was. I spoke about breaking strongholds that particular night. And after I got off the show, a couple of hours later, I got a phone call and my sister was killed doing on the hands of domestic violence. So from March the 3rd, 2019, after that show, on to now, I'm going to really speak heavy on domestic violence, toxic relationships, or even if you want to say entanglements. I'm going to speak about it like never before. Now, you may listen to me and you may get a glimpse of the preacher. 
You may get a glimpse of the brother. You may get a glimpse of the friend. You may get a glimpse of the man. But it's my duty and my responsibility to make sure that people of God know truth. And I'm going to say it like this. I'm going to answer the question even in the beginning of the program. Does God want you in this entanglement? The answer is no. The answer is no. First of all, what really got my attention is for young ladies. I'm going to speak to the ladies first. Young ladies feel that they have to succumb to less than what they desire. When young ladies feel that they have to settle for less than what God wants for them, they feel as if, I ain't going to say all, but some feel as if they are the only ones that can fix that man to make them the man that God wants for them to be for them. They have to be a punching bag. They have to clean the spiritual, emotional, mental, dirty diapers of a man to groom him, to make him a responsible man. And the answer is no. One of the things I begin to start seeing, I begin to start seeing, and this hit me a couple of, I said a couple of months ago, never thought about it. But I see women endure the heartache and and many, many different variety of pains because of a man. I see women, like that song says, Stand By Your Man by Tammy Wynette. Tammy Wynette. A lot of women, they'll stand by your man to a boy that ain't even a man. I've seen women defend the honor of a boy and not trusting God for a man. I've seen many, matter of fact, I've even had, when I speak like this, I've had women to come to the aid or to the defense of a guy that's too much of a coward to speak up for himself. Yes, I said it. I can't tell ladies how to be a lady. I can't tell women how to be a lady. I can't tell a female how to be a lady. But I sure can tell a boy how to be a man. I'm going to tell the women this. It's not your responsibility to groom no boy to be a man. It's not your biblical or moral responsibility for you to teach a guy how to be respectful to a lady. It's not your responsibility. I I am tired of seeing women being used, being beat up, being abused. They could be physically, mentally, or emotionally, or even financially. I've seen women be used by guys. And the funny thing about it, a lot of the guys that are like that would try to flip the script on a woman to make her feel that she's the problem. Listen, women, you ain't the problem because he cheated. You're not the problem. He has the decision to be morally responsible for himself. You're not responsible for the actions of a person. Women have to stop allowing themselves to be the spiritual, emotional, or mental punching bag of a guy. This is what I wanted to share. 
I saw women endure so much pain when it come down to childbirth. I've seen women endure pain because of labor pains. And the result of labor pains or even childbirth is because of a man. That means the mating and that, even though it can be painful and all that stuff, I ain't going to lie to you, I know how I feel. Men, we don't know how I feel. We just hear about it or see about it when our lady is gripping our arm. But the thing is, the beauty of that pain becomes, uh, comes out of it, it's a baby. It's a union of the male and the female. But get this. The women endure that for the love of a man, their child. But just because you endure that pain from labor, even to childbirth, because of the love of a man, that does not mean that you have to deal with every other pain because of that man. What do I mean? Physical pain. Physical abuse the punching, when a grown man will beat up on a young lady, when God did not design you as the lady to be, com- to be a competition to a man physically, we as men are supposed to be the protectors. We as men are supposed to be the providers. But unfortunately, what are we seeing? We're seeing a lot of the women out there working a nine to five and trying to raise her children and trying to provide for a man that not even wanted to provide for her. I've seen so many women being dropped off on the job, dropped off at the job by their man while all they want to do is just smoke some, smoke some weed, get some drinks and hang out with the boys and not being productive. Hmm. Well, I'm going to tell you like this. I'm at the point now, I'm sick of it. I'm not in to try to make friends. I'm not in to try to make fans. I'm up here trying to tell the truth. Because if we're not doing it, especially if we're not doing it in the body of Christ, if we're not speaking truth as men or ladies of God, to speak to these people, to let them know that that's not God's will or design for you, then you know what was going to happen? We're going to end up losing so many other people because of domestic violence or seeing people locked up or even, I just say it like this, even women locked up because they have to uh, defend themselves because of a man trying to harm them. There's so many of this stuff that's going on, and we have, to, we have to expose it. We can no longer sweep it under the rug. I've I've heard this in many times. I'm pretty sure you all have heard me say this in the past on different episodes. But I've heard ladies being told by their pastor, being told by their preacher, being told by their spiritual advisors, well, you know, uh, you better not leave. You better not leave him. You know, you better not divorce him. You know, uh, it's your responsibility to get him saved. This is within the marriage. It's your responsibility to get him saved. You know, uh, uh, you're bound to him for life. That minister would tell his spiritual daughter not to leave. But what happened if somebody tell his biological daughter, if somebody, would he tell his biological daughter 
to stay in that abusive relationship? The answer is no. So in other words, he telling his spiritual daughter to stay, but he'll tell his biological daughter to leave. Listen, I'm going to say like that for those who may be in that type of relationship. Listen, God not going to hate you. God not going to punish you for you leaving an abusive relationship. God is not going to punish you. You're not going to be cursed. And look here, you got to think about your life. And especially if you have children, you got to think about the responsibility of living and keeping yourself and your children alive. It's not your responsibility, nor it's not God's call for you to die in that type of relationship. We as a church have to stop allowing this mess. And there are some churches that even tolerate that. You know, when, and I'm going to tell you like this, one of the things that we have to do, and not just, not just as leaders, but as people of God, we have to ask God to help us have a better discernment because God is trying to alert us that there is some type of activity of abuse is going on, even within the family or even within the, uh, the church. But what happened, because we're spiritually numb, we're missing those signs, those red flags that God is trying to alert us. There are people, listen, that person that may be coming may feel the safest place for them to be is around people, and they are hoping that somebody detects it. But what happens, because we're not sensitive to God's voice, we're missing it. And what happens if we miss it, and later on we find out that that person that was sitting right beside us was beat up, abused, or killed because their husband or their spouse that was sitting right in our conjugation. It's time for us to talk about it. It's time for us to do something about it. You know, what hit me this morning, this phrase right here, you can love who doesn't love you. But you can't be in love who does not love you. Why do I say that? Because God told us to love everybody. Even in the Bible, tell us to love our enemies. Now, just because we love someone does not mean that we have to trust them. Just because we love someone does not mean that we have to give them access to our hearts. You loving a person or you loving people that's to keep your spirit clean and clear so that way you won't have unforgiveness. You won't have hatred. You won't have all these things cluttered up within your spirit to distort or to distract your spirit. But when it comes down to being in love, being in love with someone, it takes a responsible person for you to allow within your heart. Also, you cannot allow just anybody within your heart. That person has to earn it. You need, you need to have, if you want to say, boundaries or obstacle courses to make sure that that person can prove themselves as well as asking God to have you have the discernment to make sure that you see the unseen. The Spirit of God will show you the ending of a thing or show you the totality of a person before it actually begins. 
God will show you things, but what happens, you cannot allow yourself to think, oh, well, it just, my mind playing tricks on me. Oh, well, you know, I don't know. Uh-uh. When God show you something, believe it. God will even set the scene for a person, true character to come out. But one of the things I always tell people, if you real, if you really talk to God and ask God, he will show you. But the question would be, would you be ready for what he showed you? You have to be able to accept what God shows you and understand when it, when it pertains to love, God knows that he wants, God knows that you want to be married. Let's put it like that. God knows you want to be in a relationship. But do you actually think God will have you in a relationship where it's incomplete? Do you think God will have you linked up with a person that's incomplete? No. The blessings of God make it richer and addeth no sorrow. That scripture right there really comes to life when we think about painting to a relationship. The blessings of God make it rich and add no sorrow or no drama. Find out if this person, are you finding yourself pulling away from God? If this person, do, do you see God's fingerprints on that person or in that person's life? And I'm going to say it like this. I tell people, just because somebody says that they ain't saved, they don't mean nothing at all. See, if you want to know, if you want to know the fingerprints of a person pertaining to uh, the fingerprints of God in a person, find out about them being obedient to God. That's the deal breaker right there. And I'm going to say it like that. I don't, you know what? I'm getting myself comfortable. I know there are some people they may not like. Some of the things I may have to say, but I believe in just keeping it real. I'm going to tell you like this. I don't care how somebody may dance, dance in church. I don't care how they may try to talk, speak in tongues. It doesn't matter. That's how a lot of us get fooled. One of the things I found out, see, the devil can do that. The devil can speak in tongues. Let me get some water. The devil can dance. The devil can quote scriptures. But let's talk about one thing that the devil won't do. That's obey God. <laughs> so you ask yourself, when you take inventory of a person, is there a life lined up with what God's word says? See? Oh, well, I'm saying, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Okay, you save. Okay, that's good. Find it. Oh, you got a title. Oh, you got a position. Okay, that's fine and dandy. But let me find out, is that person delivered? That's what you need to find out. If this person mature, if this person mature, listen, a mature person will obey. A mature person will be obedient. Anybody, well, yeah, yeah, see, in the, in the Bible, this is, and, and this and that. And see, the Bible says that then, okay, you tell me what the Bible says. The devil can do that too. The de- listen, the devil knows the scripture well enough to leave keywords out to deceive you. If he can deceive Eve, if he, listen, if he can deceive Eve and she came from Adam, God made Adam himself. If she can make, and matter of fact, Eve came from, Eve was made by God from Adam. So if, the, listen, if the devil can de- deceive Eve, don't think that you are exempt uh, for him to try to deceive you. So what you have to understand, you got to understand, you know what? This person right here, okay, this person said that they saved. Okay, that's fine and dandy. But let me see if their life lined up with Scripture. 
That's what you need to find out. Instead of, oh, yeah, he a preacher. She's an evangelist. That means nothing because you know what? The devil can try to bring an imitation so you can miss the real thing. That's what you got to understand. You got to understand even bypassing the titles. If you've been, if you listen, if you've been laying up before God, if you've really been fasting, talking to God, communicating with God, and then all of a sudden this person enters your presence and your spirit is troubled, you need to investigate. Not know, well, you know, it might have been something I ate. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. God's trying to give you some red flags and you need to be very attentive. Me, I'm going to say it like this. Before we got saved, oh, yeah, listen, we didn't play no games. We weren't up for no game. We didn't take any games. Oh, but when we accepted Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, you know what we did? We end up allowing ourselves to just throw away all common sense. No, God said you better hold on to that common sense because the devil trying to play you because you're now you're being, you're being naive. Are you giving everybody a Well, you know, I, I'm just, I, I'm supposed to be loving. and blah, blah. Yeah, you're supposed to be loving, but you don't be no fool either. We as believers got to stop letting our guard down because people tell us something and they're not showing us nothing. We got to stop allowing the devil to play us as dummies. We're not dummies. We're intelligent. God made us, listen, God made us beautiful. God made us, uh, the word I'm trying to use is um, unique, special. God made us, God made us, uh, um, uh, there's a word, it's slipping my mind, but God made us in his image and likeness. But also we have to understand, peculiar, that's the word, thanks Lord. God made us peculiar people. That doesn't mean that we uh, uh, are more elite to anybody? No. God made us unique. Listen, even the word uh, um, um, I just said a few seconds ago, peculiar. That word peculiar means representative and like. We are a representative of Christ, meaning if we see someone that's not exhibiting the same as us, we need to leave them alone. And I do know some people, well, you know, uh, uh, maybe they need to be saved. Okay, I'm going to tell you like this. If you feel that that person needs to be saved, if you want to witness, that's fine and dandy. But what you need to do is get their information or get them and refer them to someone of the same sex. You know what happened? A lot of times I've seen young ladies, I've seen young ladies see a man, oh, he's fine. Oh, he looks good. And he ain't delivered. And you know what happened? They'll end up trying to befriend them, them thinking, well, you know, I can just help him get saved or whatever I said. And instead of you leading them to Christ, you subconsciously leading them to you. And then what happened, you end up getting your feelings and emotions entangled in your ministering to them. And you know what happened? What happened you're going to be ineffective because at first you were going to church uh, 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 two days a week. Now you're going two days a month. And then eventually, instead of them coming up to be more like Christ, now you're being pulled down and doing some things that you said that you would never do.
And then what happens? You end up repenting or backsliding. And now you. Y'all hear me? Okay, and see if y'all can hear me. Matter of fact, I'm going to get on here and let me see. Um, okay, okay. Can you hear me good? Can you hear me good? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, what I'm going to do, because I don't know if this, um, I don't know if um, if my regular mic is on, but I'm going to make sure I have it up in a way. Okay, so with that being said, we have to make sure to understand that men throughout, okay, good. We can hear you. Good. Thanks a lot. Okay. Women work all their life, wait all their life to be to be loved by a man, a real man. But see, we got to understand, ladies, you have to understand how valuable you are. You know, you are a prized possession to the right man. But you are a conflict. You are a conflict and a frustration to the wrong man. I want you to understand that women. To the right man, you are a prize. You are a treasure to the right man. You are a gift to the right man. But you are you are a threat. You are a problem to the wrong man. Why is that? See, the wrong man don't want to do the right thing. The wrong man don't want to be challenged. The wrong man does not want to be provoked to get up and do the things that he's supposed to do. The wrong man, the wrong man, he don't want no responsibility. The wrong man, he don't want to be challenged. But what you have to understand as as men, men, we're natural, real men are natural providers, are natural protectors. And I'm going to tell you like this. A real man, he want to make sure that he protects his family, his loved one. He want to make sure he protects his lady. But also, the lady is not supposed to be protecting the man. The man is supposed to protect the the woman. But also, I'm gonna say like this: this is something else. Women have to stop trying to convert a boy to be the spiritual leader in a in a relationship. If he's not already leadership material, leave him alone. I know that might be frustrating to some people, but this is helpful for you because that's letting you know, listen, when God gives you something, you don't have to tweak it or do any alteration to it. Listen, when God made uh, uh, the earth, and everything, he said, it is good. Even when Jesus died on the cross, before he died, he said, it is finished. So when it pertains to the love that God has for you from a man, you don't have to make him. You don't have to, well, well, he he, he, he needs some help at this time. Uh-uh. No. 
Now, we talking about, I want you to think about this. I don't want anyone to get twisted what I'm trying to say. Understand moral ethics, your moral compass. We talking about a moral compass. Morally, you can't change somebody. Morally, you can't make them. And I'm going to tell you like this. Ladies, we have to stop telling these guys everything pertaining to them when all they want to do is use it to become that that you're telling him so that way he can get what he wants and then he'll refer back to who he originally is. I've seen a lot of young ladies, well, I want a man that uh, that loves the Lord, that go to church. I want him to help me in my Christian walk. That's one, two strikes. I want him, you know, I want him to be the spiritual leader and all that stuff. Shut up and watch. Just point blank. Hush and watch what you desire. See if you see it in him. Because I'm going to tell you like this. Women, you don't have to tell a man how to treat your heart. I'm going to say it like this. It's not your responsibility to tell a man how to treat your heart. If you got to tell him how to treat your heart, that's that you know he's not going to treat it right because there is something that's making you tell him because you already see he don't exhibit that. If he don't know how to treat your heart, he's not going to respect your heart. He already knows that he's not going to respect it. But he sees that you want to give him the time of day. So what he's going to do, he's going to put on a front to wiggle in to gain and earn your trust. So that way, you become his puppet. That's one of the things you have to realize. That's not for Y-O-U. You have to understand, true love does not require you to end up getting left in what God has for you. You have to understand this is not the will of God for your life. That's not that's not the will of God for your life. As I'm talking, I'm double-checking to make sure everything is copacetical. We had problems. We had lost our electricity last night. But thank God is on and trying to make sure everything is okay. But in the meantime, you want to make sure, you want to make sure that when it pertains to love, you want to make sure that you're doing the right thing by trusting God and waiting on God. Now, I'm going to speak to the men on two different ways. First of all, to the men, we got to be responsible enough to start appreciating the gift that God has given us pertaining to ladies. You know, I found out ladies are so loyal. Ladies are loyal, and what I was saying it earlier, what frustrates me sometimes is when I see a good, loyal lady with a bad, unloyal man. Why? It's frustrating. So, see, men, we got to be responsible enough. Even if they don't want to do it, we got to tell them, hey, hey, nah, um, you're too good of a young lady to be with someone, to be with someone like me. I ain't look here. I still doing my best. We gotta be honest. And you know what? Even if in our understanding from young ladies, well, at least we're being honest. At least I know what I'm getting into. Real men, we the ones gonna put the no, no, I'm not gonna do this. I'm not gonna do this to you. Understand? 
I'm going to be honest, but I'm not your husband. Women got to stop being, women got to stop looking for boyfriends and start asking God for the husband. Thank you, Lord. I knew it was something I was going to, I knew it was something I was leaving out. I want want y'all to understand this. I want y'all to understand this. Women, when you're wasting time in the face of the wrong man, it will prevent you from being in the face of the right man. Don't you understand what I'm saying? When you waste your time in the presence of the wrong man, you're allowing the devil to block your path and to distract you from the one that God is trying to send to you. Keep yourself clear. Don't try to be a side chick or a side piece thinking that you would eventually graduate to be the main needle. No, it doesn't work that way. How much would you trust God to wait for him to send you the one that's going to take care of you mentally, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? And we talking about within marriage. We talking about marriage. Listen, we ain't talking about no well, you know, We've been caught for seven years. The devil is a lie. Uh-uh. No, we're talking about being able to be taken care of in every area of your life. And understand, some young ladies, well, you know, uh, uh, the Bible says sanctify wife, sanctify husband. So, uh, you, you know, I can help them get saved. No, you can't. And no, you shouldn't. That's not your responsibility. Now, I will say pertaining to that scripture, because I hear that all the time. That scripture Sanctified wife, sanctified husband does not mean that you just get some old crazy joker who ain't even saved, who ain't even in church. You end up marrying him, and then you thinking that your salvation going to mix and, 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 and overtake his to get him saved or converted. No, that does not mean that. The proper context of that verse was during the time in the Bible time, there was a spouse. One of the spouses ended up getting saved, and most of the, a lot of the time it was the women who had received the gospel first and accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. And so she asked the man of God, okay, well, now that I'm saved, you know, what do I do with my, with, with my husband? Understand, they were married first. They were married before one of them got saved. They were married first. And then one of them got saved. But a lot of these people, what they're trying to do, they're trying to, the, the saved person trying to get somebody who ain't saved and then try to apply that scripture. Uh-uh. That's taking the Bible out of context. We got to put it in this proper context for you to see the result of the Bible coming alive in your life. Now, one person got saved. And then when they asked the man of God, he said, well, first, if your believing husband want to stay with you, then, hey, that's great, you know. But the problem was not pertaining to their marriage. At first, it was pertaining to uh, the salvation with the husband and wife, pertaining to one being a believer and one not being a believer. But their marriage was solid. That's what you have to realize. So in other words, they had no problem with the marriage. Now, there was some, even in the Bible world, 
even though the other spouse did not get saved, but they still was honoring and respecting their, their, their faith of their spouse. So that's what you have to understand. Now, if that person decided to leave because, oh, now she's saved and all, or now he's saved and one of them left, hey, that's not, on, that's not on you. That's on them. But the key thing was they were married first. So quit trying to get that scripture to use it to fit you because you see somebody who ain't saved and you try to make them become saved and try to use that scripture. No, 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 no. So when it comes down to listening and waiting Waiting for the right one, wait on God. Ladies, you don't have to shortchange yourself. You don't have to stoop down to any uh, uncompromising moral or ethical things to get a man. Now, going back to the men, the men, I know that there are some young ladies. There are some great men that are out there, and now the roles have been turned. There are men that are out there, and they have tried to do things to try to find the right one. And sometimes I've heard people say, you know, they now it's hard. Well, you know, uh, 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 you know, we have to be friends with benefits. Or, you know, some of them say, well, you know, you got to try on the shoes before you buy it. Okay, but you're not no, you're not no shoes. You're a soul, male or female. We have to stop using and allowing these secular uh, um, ideologies to dictate our spiritual walk, pertaining to love, pertaining to relationship. Like I said, we don't work and operate on this world system. Our system is way beyond this right here. So when it boils down to when it boils down to the the idea of a man, men and there are some men that have been hurt. There are some men that have, you know, a lot of times they think, well, you know, he I mean, he can get over it. But no, young people, sometimes there are some things, there are some things that men go through that we may not be, we not, we may not share at the very beginning. Just like, you know, ladies, we have to earn the ladies' trust. Hey, you got to earn guys' trust. Look here, we've been deceived. And I was speaking earlier about how some of the young ladies, you know, they might have been deceived by a man or he might, you know, coming to church with a Bible, a big old cross and a five-piece suit and all that stuff. Well, guess what? There have been a lot of guys that have been deceived by ladies with long dresses and big old hats long, as big as Texas. But it's time for us to really just start discerning and just ask at love. I made some mistakes. But this time I'm trusting you, and I want to make sure that I'm listening to you. I want to make sure that I'm following your lead, following your pattern. I want to make sure I'm following you. Um, I'm going to go ahead and um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, give some an opportunity to come on the air. And um, I see two people on there right now. Okay, yeah. Okay, welcome to Reconnect My Heart podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? Good evening. Hello, are you there? Yeah. Good evening. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm comfortable. How you doing today, sir? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Doing good. Well, that's great. Great subject. Great topic. Uh, you're so true. I'm not going to be long, but I can tell you truthfully, having talked to some women, 
I know one young lady, she married this guy, and she said how nice and sweet he was. They always had a date night every week, and he'd go to church and all that. And then uh, after five to seven years, he just woke, woke up one morning and told me he can't do this no more. He can't do the church stuff. He can't do the date stuff. He can't do any of those things. And she actually says, what happened? Why was I said, well, you have to understand, he could only pretend so long. The real him could no longer stay uh, uh, tied down or held down. So the real him had to come out. So I said, that's all it is. I said, you didn't, you didn't marry a Jim. You, you married a shyster. And then he wanted the business that she gave, put up the money to get him started the business and stuff. He wants her now to take her name off the business. So you have to be very careful. You're telling the truth. And this is something that our sisters need to know. And I thank God for you for this subject tonight. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, um, one of the things that I was I was uh, thinking about, I always think about, you know, wolf and sheep clothing and everything. And mm-hmm. one of the things that we have to really, really pay attention to is when you look at a wolf, a wolf have a different diet than a sheep. Yes. A wolf, a wolf have different characteristics of a sheep. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you see, if you see a sheep, but you're not sure if that's a real sheep or not, you just continue to watch what that person eat or what what that animal eat. Mm-hmm. They may tolerate that grass because they're among the sheep that eat grass. Mm-hmm. But what you need to do is check the bowels of that animal because mm-hmm. the bowels of a sheep is different than the bowels of a wolf. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep on watching. Watch what that person eat, digest, and even uh, uh, put out. And so the same mm-hmm. analogy pertaining to us as people, you know, like you mm-hmm. said, a person can care about so long, but you need so to long. check the person. You know, I tell people, look here, especially social media, to me, social media is a blessing because if you begin to start, you know, investigating people, you see, okay, this person has a social media page. Okay, what you need to do you need to check that person's page. Then check who they mm-hmm. frequent. Check out their circle of friends. And you check out that person's mm-hmm. circle of friends. You know, and, and see, on that person's page, they may put up, you know, with the Bible and them reading the Bible, mm-hmm. quoting scriptures on their page. But when you check mm-hmm. their friend page, their friend page may show them drinking a 40 ounce or grabbing some female behind mm-hmm. <laughs> So you need to check mm-hmm. you need to check them and check that person and then check their friends people. Mm-hmm. You know That's correct. So, you know, the, these are the things that we have to do and, and I really thank God, you know, for you. I'm I'm gonna say it like this. Uh, years ago, uh we had we had a, a singles ministry and you came with the book called The Ten Commandments of Data and I highly recommend that book. So not only those who are single, but even for those who are married who may not have had the, the, the cleansing of when they were single, you know, because there are some that have gotten married that still may have some residue of their singleness. So I highly recommend that book, and I thank you for that. And, um, you know, like I said, my, my, my prayer is for us to stop being deceived and start really 
you know, we trust in God for our salvation, but can we trust God for our love life? Mm-hmm. So, so I, I really appreciate you. You're welcome. Appreciate you. All, all right. All right. Take care. Okay. Now we're going to go to uh, the next person. Hello. Welcome to Rick Never Heart Podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. So let me know that the um the the uh, sound was out. But uh, I thank yeah. God that you know. Hey, um, I had my phone on and um, uh, hey, using it as a method. World, I always say, yeah. if the right hand don't catch it, the left one will. That's it. <laughs> yes. So uh, yeah. you, you on the air? If there's if there's anything you would like to uh add or say, you welcome to at this time. Yeah, just just quickly, um, uh, I'm not gonna go too far in depth, but because you really you really covered everything. But uh, uh, two of the biggest things that you covered was uh, first of all obedience, and then discernment. Uh, what a young lady or young man, and, and I'm not holier than thou, and I'm gonna get to that. But what a young lady or a young man needs to do is just be obedient to God and. And, and live for God, and then God is, is going to uh, manifest that person in your life. As a matter of fact, you'll have discernment, right? Um, I, I recommend that if those people are not uh, uh, in a good Bible-based church, I recommend getting in a good Bible-based church and, you know, just start seeking God, and then God is going to fulfill all those things. And why do I say that? Because I'm not saying everybody and all, but that's what happened for me. Um, I wasn't always uh, um, in the church, and so I lived both sides, right? So, but I can tell you this without going into a whole lot of detail. I've had more fun on the side with the Lord when I waited for my mate when I waited for different things, you know, not to get too personal, but when I waited and and I and I I stayed obedient to God, then as a man, then now you've shown that woman that you are also obedient to God and, and obedient to God, and then therefore when y'all get married, now she can trust you, right? And so. Um, like I said, everything is not painted with roses and this that. You're gonna have some ups and downs. But I tell you what, I have fewer downs. I have more ups in the Lord, and and my relationship is great with my wife. Um, I just, you know, I just thank God for her. But I thank God for His Spirit being the glue that keeps us together. And so, anytime someone young, my age, I'm gonna say I'm old. But say you single or whatever, I would just trust God and believe in God. And then if you meet someone that you're interested in, I love what you said about the discernment part. And one of the things you preach, uh, Pastor Logan preached, Brother Landy, uh, Minister Tim, is uh, testing the spirit by the spirit. So if you're in, in God, and I want to say this, you know, and again, I will put that out there. I'm not holy of it now, and I know about this because I lived it, is that most of the time, <laughs> I ain't going to say all and everything, but most of the time, 
I wasn't doing what was right when I got into that wrong relationship. And I think you spoke to that tonight, right? A lot of times we get in trouble because we're seeking things that are not of God. And then we fall into this trap, but then we, being Christians, we we ask to help us out. And he will. You know, he will. He will bring us out. That's his love. But then we have to turn back to him. And um, but one of the biggest things you said, and and by all means, no one deserves to be hit, beaten. If any, I don't care if you marry. Like you said, the ministers that whoever was at those churches, they were dead wrong. No one has the right to put their hands on you, talk down to you, anything like that. That is that is something that no one should tolerate. But you can avoid a lot of those things if, if these if these young men and young ladies do what you are preaching tonight. If they take the time to step back and watch that person, watch that person, and especially if they're living a godly life. You know, one of the things that our pastor said today, start with yourself. Make sure you're in line with God, and then God's going to find that, that equally yoke mate for you. And I say that because it happens for me, you know. And, again, I'm not an example for the world. I'm just giving my testimony. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate you. And, you know, one thing we have to realize, um, it's better to wait for the right one than to rush mm-hmm. for the wrong one. And a lot exactly. of times when we think about it, you know, when, when, when we don't do the right thing the first time, second or the replay is much harder than the original And so exactly. I, I know I know it's a burden. I know it's a heaviness when you have to realize, wow, you made a mistake and then that guilt trip. See when you when we make wrong decisions I'm just gonna speak about pertaining to relationships, sex, before marriage, and all that mm-hmm. stuff. You know, when, mm-hmm. we, when we when we do the wrong thing, it may feel good for us. Second, but that condemnation comes, you know, and, you know, the shame and all that stuff, you know, it's not worth it. And one of the things we have to realize, we have to realize we're more than the person that we see in our mirror. So when mm-hmm. we are getting ready to date someone or want to date someone or whatever like that, we have to understand that this person, they are, if you want to say, going to be plugged in or connecting with me, with my spirit, mm-hmm. I'm connected with their spirit. I'm connected with their purpose. They're connected with my purpose. So if you are mm-hmm. thinking this person is not is dormant, is dead, or inactive mm-hmm. in their purpose, they're gonna to try to bring that same spirit into you and your purpose. Exactly. We have to understand. And, and you know, one of the things um, I, I'll, I'll say it like this because um, when it comes down, one day I'm gonna speak about spiritual gifts. And one of the things we always find out when it comes down to spiritual gifts, when you around people, what happens, they begin to influence you and you begin to pick up some mm-hmm. of their traits. So That's what right. happens when you, if you want a, a date, if you, if you want a marriage that's going to be lasting, if you want a, a successful relationship, then you need to center yourself around people who already have successful relationships. God mm-hmm. relationships, you know, instead of, you know, people who are married, but they got drama, people who are married, but you know that one spouse is cheating on the other one, or both of them cheating on each other, you know, right. 
you, you don't want that kind of spirit around. So if you are single, looking for love, uh, and, you know, wanting God to bless you with a spouse, not a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but with a mm-hmm. spouse, then right. what you do is you prepare yourself. I do have to say this real quick. Um, I've seen young ladies who are dating guys who are not for them, but they're trying, like I said, I'm not talking about marriage. We're talking about dating. They're dating mm-hmm. guys who are not for them, but they're reading books to how to be a submissive wife to a boyfriend who ain't even doing his responsibility <laughs> in the relationship. Uh-uh. I don't care how you change. I don't care how you try to uh, uh, do things. You can't make somebody love you. You can't make somebody do the right thing. I don't right, care right. how much sex you give them. I don't care what kind of promises or what type of manipulative things that you you try to do. It ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. And I, I do have to say this. And um, I do have to say this. What people don't realize, let's just say if a person, it could be male or female, but if a person that's supposed to be a Christian, they end up getting someone who ain't a Christian, and your motive is to try to help them get saved for you to date them, don't you know that's witchcraft? Yes, the reason why it's witchcraft is because your motive is not for them to know God. Your motive is for them to know you, for you to have him, not for God. Exactly. And, and people, people, people don't think about it like that because in actuality, yeah. the wicked person is not them who ain't saved. The wicked person is the one that's professing to be a believer, mm-hmm. doing underhanded things to make them or subconsciously get them saved for you to capture their heart. Mm-hmm. That's not... God, God already have a spouse for you that's already ready. Right. So what he's trying to do is make sure that you get ready. You know. Exactly. And, uh, so like I said, I, I appreciate I appreciate you. Um, I, yes, I, I want to make sure. And, and like I said, thank you for even letting me know about the audio. It's it's funny. I don't know how it happened, but I thank God that you know I got the backup. <laughs> Yes, sir. Ain't no problem. And and I want to kind of regurgitate something you said, and then I'm going to sign off. But this is something you said in another message. I remember this. Stop giving boyfriends, uh, husbands, uh, what did you say? I swear, I, I had it on tip of my tongue. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but you're giving, you giving uh, uh, yes, you're giving boyfriends, husband privileges. Why yeah. are you yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> when you start giving those those husband like privileges out, you know you're going down the wrong road because he's not your husband yet. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you, and, and this is this is an awesome lesson, and, and I just thank God for you. Yeah, I, I appreciate, you. I appreciate you. Know, yeah. Um, you, you know, let, let us throw too, because unfortunately, you know, like I said, many times, many many people are saying, well, you know, if I could just do that, if I could just do that. You ain't got to look here. When you are waiting on God and God gives you the one he has for you, you ain't got to do all that underhanded. I always tell people, be honest. Be honest. Okay, you, you, want, you want a husband that's going to love you and everything? Okay, that's fine then. 
If you want a, if you want a man that all you want is his money, then you be upfront and tell him, well, all I want is money. You know, just be upfront and honest. We got to stop this deceptive stuff. And so when it comes down to matters of the heart, when it comes down to just love, understand God is concerned about your love life. One of the analogies I, always, I, I heard, and it was, it was, it always stuck in my mind. Of course, when you see uh, Jesus performing the miracle uh, at the wedding, he was invited to the wedding. But now it's time for him to, it's time for you to invite him to marriage. Invite Jesus, not just to your wedding, not just to your marriage, but also to your courtship. Um, invite Jesus to your courtship. You know, he's concerned about it. He wants to make sure that you link up with someone that he authorized, not someone that, you know, he want to see you crying and see you every five minutes. You're getting emotional. You got to look over you, look through his phone and all this stuff. Now, I'm going to tell you like this. Even I saw I saw a show uh, uh, yesterday. Some, I, don't know, I don't know why I saw that. Saying, well, you know, uh, you keep looking, you're going to find it. No, no, no. A real person, even if you even if you look through something, you ain't gonna find it because it's not them. You need to you need to be with someone that's gonna be true to you, true to themselves, and most importantly, true to God. Like I said, there's so much God has for you. Uh, matter of fact, someone said, uh, "We need to put our trust in God more than our trust in our emotions." Yes, 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 because our emotions, our emotions, listen. Our emotions are fickle. Our emotions change faster than the weather. And what happens, I'm going to say this, I'm glad you brought that up, because what happens a lot of times as believers, our emotions mixed up with our spirit or the spirit of God. We get it mixed up because we go on the feeling. We go on the feeling and because we've been told, you know, you got to feel something uh, uh, in this Christian walk. You got to feel this. You got to feel that. And then what happens we subconsciously think that God is going to move in our feelings. But what happens, God does not move by our feelings. I always tell people this. God don't move by feelings. He, goes by, he moves by facts. God does not move by our feelings. He moves by our facts. God is not concerned about our feelings. He's concerned about facts. He's concerned about facts. Facts being truth. Moved by truth, not by feelings. You know, I always tell people, you know, God not you know, he God not moved by your tears, he moved by your sweat. Most of the time the things that we deal with pertains to our emotions, pertains to our feelings, is something that we want. But God is concerned more about what you need. God does not want you to be with someone that's gonna make you backslide, that's gonna make you non productive. God is always concerned about look progress, not digress. So it's really start examining ourselves and also understand but attaining to what God has for us, go by God's spirit instead of your emotions. You know, the, the soul of a man, we always talk about a soul, even soul ties and all the stuff. You know, our soul is attaining to the way we think our emotions, our will. These are our these are our the, the, the soul of a person. So understand 
when we end up doing things that God did not tell us to do, even pertaining to sex before marriage, what happens, there is a bond that happens, or we call it soul ties, and then what happens, you know, you may not have seen that person in 40 years, but all of a sudden you begin to think about that person. You know, you end up uh, emotionally attached to that person. Now, God can deliver you from these things, but you have to be, you have to be real and transparent about yourself to make sure, you know what, God, detox me from those things that I did in the past. And also rededicate your life, rededicate your body back to God. God can purify you. God can sustain you until you get married. He can do that. We gotta, these are the conversations we got to talk to God about. We got to be real with God about God. But, you know, uh, I, I used to have sex with this person all the time, and now I'm being abstinent. I'm waiting on you. Tell God that God will help you and hold you and make sure that you not touched by the goods without paying for it. That's something we have to think about. But also one of the things I tell people, and, and this, this is for future purposes, understand when you deal with someone, you got to understand you're dealing with them and their ideology. You got to understand you're dealing with them and understand what their beliefs, understand what their makeup is, understand who they are. That way you'll see if that's something that you want to deal with or not. Because sometimes a lot, well, sometimes we end up just reading a short script of someone and we think, oh, yeah, well, God will make up the difference. And God saying, look here, I'm going to have for you. And so many times we end up carrying other people's responsibility or we end up taking up somebody else's responsibility that God did not even have for us. God did not assign that person for us to us, even pertaining to matters of the heart. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I see two more people. I'm gonna uh, come on the uh, let, uh, come on the air, and then uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, uh, get ready to wrap it up. Hello, welcome to Reconnect My Heart podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? Okay, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and. Okay, are you there? Okay, we'll go to the next person. Hello, hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're on air. How you doing today? Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry. Hello, you there? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, get ready. But um, but I hope, I hope that from this day forward, number one, ladies, take your time. Understand, you are a prize. You are a gift. The Bible calls you as the lady a helpmate to the man, to the man, a man. I heard this analogy. It says, you know. Um, Adam, Adam was working, Adam was working, Adam was naming the animals, Adam was doing all these things, Adam was before God, Adam, you know, did all these things in the process of him working, in the process of him uh, being before the Lord, in the process of him naming the animals. 
in the process of him being aware of his surroundings, he saw that there was animals that had pairs. The animals had mates. He was aware. He was conscious. All these attributes that Adam had, it is not good for a man to be alone. So he put Adam to sleep and produced a helpmate that was suitable to him. Like I said, that was Adam. He was before the Lord. He was working. He was aware of his surroundings. And by default, God saw that he was qualified to have a helpmate suitable to him by him saying it is not good for man to be alone. But if it was good for him to not be alone, then you got to think about the opposite of Adam. Think about if a man ain't before the Lord, if a man ain't working, if a man ain't conscious of his surroundings, then it is good for that man to be alone. Choosing men that's supposed to be alone, thinking that they can help you and you be their helpmate. Uh-uh. That ain't your helpmate. That's your hurtmate. You got to stop choosing these guys. Understand, you're choosing men that are not supposed to be chosen. If he's not going to be before the Lord and even obey God, what makes you think that he's going to obey you? No. Women, you are more deserving of that. Like I said, women women are supposed to be protected. Women are supposed to be helped, encouraged, ministered to, loved, respected. It's men's responsibility to be the leader, the spiritual leader. Listen here, women, think about God has a man for you that want to just pray for you. They want to love you, want to respect you, want to call you his wife, want to tell you, baby, look, I fixed dinner. I fixed dinner for you. Baby, whatever you need, listen here, I fixed dinner and I have your bath water ready. These are the things that a man would do for his helpmate. But instead, a hurtmate, oh, he's a hell raiser. He will take from you. He won't add to you. He'll take from you. These are the things that we have to be conscious of, women. God has a love for you that will help you, that will help you to understand how valuable you are. God sees that you're valuable, but don't you know that God is concerned? He want to make sure that you have these distractions from you. You got to remember. I don't know if I said this earlier or not, but before God reveals the real thing, the devil will always try to send a counterfeit. In other words, counterfeit or distractor will try to block you from the real thing. Unfortunately, many times you got people that are wasters. And I want you to think about this. Think about how you feel. When I say how you feel, we're not talking about going by your feelings. We're not talking about feelings now. Now we're talking about your spirit. Because when you feel drained, when you feel drained, that's letting you know, you know what? The spirit is in conflict with their spirit. You have to ask God to help you have the spiritual senses. Have your spiritual senses on high alert. Because you think about it. One of the things uh, we have to think about, before you get ready to go into uh, any type of procedure, 
They're going to always give you counsel. Before you have a surgery, they're going to have, they're going to give you counsel. They're going to have you talk to the doctors. They're going to give you uh, recommendations, but they want to make sure that the choice, the choice is yours. They're going to tell you what's best for you. When you get ready to buy a house, they're going to have you to hire an inspector to evaluate the house. They're going to tell you if this, if this house worth investing, if this house worth buying. They're going to check the foundation. They're going to check every crack and corner and give you a diagnostic report pertaining to that house. Even if you think about getting a car, they just say it's a used car. They're going to tell you if that car, uh, uh, um, CarMax report, if the CarMax report, if that car being reported stolen, if that car been an accident, all these things. All these things, before you invest into it, they're going to let you know the best, the best answer because they have your best interest at heart. If, if those things are for your best interest pertaining to a house, a car, or even surgery, don't you know God wants you to seek counsel even pertaining to matters of your heart? Not just seeking him, but also, look here, that might be a person that might be known. God wants you to hate. Get people that you can trust spiritually, give me, spiritually, because what happens, you might, you might not see something. You might miss something. But someone who has no ties to it, they're going to tell you, oh, look, I know that dude. That dude, they're one of the biggest players. But you got to accept those answers. Or that person may say, you know what, I know that person. That person is a, a person of ethics. That person, great person. That person is, a, is, is true to their word. And that person is a real Christian, not just by what he says, but how he lives. You have to have these type of people in place. Because I'm going to tell you something. The decisions that you make pertaining to matters of the heart, it don't just affect you. It affects those that love you. The people that love you don't want to see you torn up, don't want to see you feel like, oh, man, you know, everything, all hope is gone. But I don't know what I'm going to do. The devil is alive. So this is the time for you to really examine yourself, examine your relationship with God, and examine your relationship with yourself. Miss here. Don't ever think, well, you know, uh, 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 well, I guess that's the way life is. Uh-uh. No, that's what the devil wants you. Listen, the devil wants you to make you lose hope, not just pertaining to salvation, but pertaining to, to love, pertaining to anything that you desire. Do you want to be married? That, that's what you – forget about, you know, what happened in your past. Forget about what happened to other people's relationships. What do you want? Ask yourself that. What do you want? Independent from what happened to you, independent from anybody else's situation, what do you want? Now, now that you've stated what do you want, now that you've stated what you wanted, did you tell God what you want? And understand, obedience to God, listen, obedience to God will help you get your heart's desire. Can God trust you with his servant? Can God trust you with his best? You telling God, God, I, I, want, I, I want a husband or I want a wife, but you think being disobedient going to help you get from God? No. Just like the, uh, 
uh, the movie The Karate Kid. The Karate Kid, Mr. Miyagi. Um, I forgot his real name. I forgot his uh, character name, but Ralph Nacho uh, was telling Mr. Miyagi, I want to learn how to, uh, I want to learn how to, you know, do karate. And Mr. Miyagi told him, paint the sin. You know, then he told him, hey, I want to know how to do karate. He washed the car. Then he told him to do something. He said, you know, do that. He's like, hey, I told you I want to know how to do karate. And you know what he did? He was teaching him methods pertaining to karate. And because he was obedient, he learned how to do those things. Well, understand, your obedience to God pertaining to this in your life is connected to you desiring or you getting your husband or you getting your wife. Understand, everything is relative and tied to one another pertains to God. God wants God want to trust you with his best instead of you getting or picking his worst. God want to trust you. You say you love God, but can you trust God? You say you love God. You, you accepted Jesus Christ. You invited him into your life. You invite him to your heart. Invite him into your love life. Let him help you. Because technically, if you really think about it, the decisions that you've made have been wrong. <laughs> so that's something we have to think about. Something we have to think about. You know, so... um. I want us to be able to just take inventory of the things that we need we need, and for us to be able to really just trust God in those areas pertaining to our life. So with that being said, um, I'm, I'm going to try one more time this person. Um, let's see if I can get this person on the air. Hello. Welcome to Reconnect My Heart Podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? Hello? Okay. All right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, oh, see somebody else here. Hello, hello. Welcome to Reignite My Heart Podcast. You're on the air. How you doing today? You there? Okay. I'm gonna go ahead. All right. Well. We're going to get ready to um, wrap it up. I hope and pray that there's something that was said that really makes you think. And even though we might have made decisions in the past that might not have been the best, God can forgive us. Ask God to forgive you. So don't forget to forgive yourself. So just in case someone who may be watching who may not be saved, you ask, you know, what can I do to get saved? Romans 10 and 9 tells us, if thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ is our Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Also understand, just like uh, my pastor, Pastor Logan, one of the scriptures he always, uh, he's known for, Matthew 6 and 33, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. In other words, we put God as not as first priority, but as our only priority. When we doing the things and we trust in God and we obeying God, then what happens, that put us in the rhythm for us to receive 
the blessings of God, but also you don't have to look for it. When you're obedient to God, they're going to come to you. They're going to chase you down and overtake you. Why? Because God can trust you with it. So this is something we have to understand. God love and concern about us, and he's concerned, and he want to make sure that you no longer have to deal with the problems and drama of the bad choices that you've made in the past. A lot of times we have chosen the wrong one. Now it's time for us to be able to receive the right one. Let God reveal which one is yours and help and allow him to reveal which one ain't yours. And stay away from those who ain't yours and stay with God and let him send the one that he has for you. Also, for those who may have a prayer request, you know your needs and your concerns. And I'm telling you, just in case, just in case you feel that, you know what, is God concerned? You know, yes, he is. He's concerned about everything pertaining to you. And just remember this, just like how God is concerned about it, you trust God and let him navigate you in every area of your life, and I guarantee you, you're going to start seeing God move, God be able to do things, and you'll be able to see and be able to have a peace that you desire. Remember this. What God has for you, there is a peace that surpasses all understanding. What God has for you, there is a peace of God that comes with it. But if there is no peace of God, then it does not come from God. So understand, whatever comes from God, it has God's fingerprints with it. Fingerprints, God's fingerprints on it. The blessings of God, the peace of God. I'm going to say that I need to say this right quick. One of the things we always think about <clears throat> The man that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. So understand, the man, 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 not boy, not immature, male, but the man responsible, ethical, morally, the man that findeth a wife, in other words, she wife material, the man that findeth a wife, findeth a good thing, Ladies, you are a good thing, a great thing. Find it a good thing and then get this. And the plus to it, it will equal favor from the Lord. So if, if that man found his good thing, found a someone that's wife material, if that man of God found a lady that is wife material, it will equal or the results will be favor from the Lord. But if by chance it ain't or man material, it ain't husband material, and he end up finding someone that is wife material, it's not going to equal favor from the Lord. So understand, if you're in a relationship with someone or if you're considering a relationship with someone, you have to think about me plus them would it equal favor from the Lord. Don't go on potential. You go on reality because everybody got potential. If you look at that person and say, huh, that person, I see I see the power of God moving in their life. I see God blessing. We're not just talking about materialistic because there are people who ain't saved that are, uh, uh, I don't want to say blessed, but they know how to be profitable. They're gifted. <laughs> but you plus them is it favorable? with the Lord. Is it favor from the Lord? That's something to consider. So as we get ready to pray, 
you know, your needs and your concerns. Hey, Heavenly Father, we're coming to you right now. We thank you, Lord, for your awesomeness. We're coming to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence on today. God, we ask you, first of all, God, if we did anything that was unlike you, God, forgive us and cleanse us, God. Make us whole right now, God. God, ask you, God, to forgive us, God, and we ask God to help us, God, to forgive ourselves right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, ask God to help us, God, to forgive anyone who may have hurt us in the past, God. Help us and cleanse us, God. Help us, God, to be able to move from those and those things that might have hurt us or those people who may have hurt us, God. Help us, God, to walk in forgiveness, God. Help us to walk in love right now, God. And, God, help us, God, to set boundaries, God, in our life and even in our hearts right now, God. Help us, God, to not give our trust or give our love so freely, God. But help us, God, to consider, God, to consult you in every area of our life right now, God. Help us, God, to consult you, God, and help us, God, to seek wise counsel pertaining to the thing. And, God, we even speak, God, that you help us, God, and you send people that's going to help us, God, and helping us, God, to have accountability, God. In the name of Jesus, help us, God, to understand, God, that we're more precious than we realize, God. And so, God, help us, God, to understand, God, our purpose, God, our identity, God, our spiritual identity, our mental and emotional identity right now. In the name of Jesus, we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment. <laughs> we counsel the devil's assignment right now. In the name of Jesus, and Lord, we ask God right now, God, you see every person that may be on here, God, who may have gone through something right now, God. God, we're speaking right now, God, that you bring healing right now, God. Healing right now, God. Mind, body, and soul right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we hold up every prayer request right now, God. You know every need and concern right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you meet their needs right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you supply the needs right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking, God, for those who may be hurting right now, God. Bring comfort to them right now, God, especially during these holiday seasons, God. God, we speaking, God, that you bring comfort right now, God. Those who may be grieving right now, God, comfort them right now, God. Be with them right now, God. Be a father to the fatherless, God. Be a mother to the motherless. Be a friend to the friendless. Be a son or daughter to the a son and daughterless right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we speaking right now, God, to each and every person right now, God. Help us right now, God, to seek you like never before, God. And God, reveal yourself to us right now, God, in the name of Jesus. God, help us, God, to trust you in every area of our lives right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, for joy. We're speaking for peace. We're speaking for deliverance right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, that you break every soul ties right now. In the name of Jesus, God, even those who may have been hurt or scarred right now, God, help them, God, to give to you right now, God. In the name of Jesus, God, even those who may have hurt us, God, who may not even have a desire to repent right now, God. Help us, God, even to to offer forgiveness, even if we never see them again right now, God. But, God, help us, God, to forgive, God, and be able to live on, not just move on, but to live on right now, to thrive right now like never before. In the name of Jesus, and the God, ask God to help us, God, to have this testimony right now that will send people to you right now, God, that will let people know your goodness right now, in the name of Jesus, and we thank you right now, God, for the testimony coming from this, God. We thank you, Lord, for the courtship that will lead to marriage, a healthy marriage right now. And God, we even seek it right now, God, for those who may be in an unhealthy relationship, those who may be in an entanglement, those who may feel like 
uh, them being a side chick or a side dude right now, God. Those who may feel like that that's their purpose, that's their identity. God, we sing God, that you reveal yourself to them and let them know who they really are. And God, help them to understand who you are right now, God, and who you are to them right now and who they are to you right now in the name of Jesus. God, those who may be in a, a, a domestic violence or a toxic relationship, God, we're speaking right now, God, that you set a way of escape right now, God, and help them, God, to respond in obedience and move swiftly right now. And God, we're even speaking right now, God, not just to get them out right now, God, but even provide shelter right now, God. Compensate, God, whatever they may be leaving or losing right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony coming from this. We thank you, Lord, for everything you've done, God, everything you're going to do, God. And, Lord, we're speaking right now, God, even those who may be on the streets right now, God, God, we're speaking right now, God, that you protect them, God. God, those who may have been dealing with confused minds right now, God, comfort their minds right now, God. The devil be trying to deal with mind games, God. God, we bind that spirit of manipulation that people may be dealing, dealing with right now. We bind that spirit of manipulation, the cunning, the games right now. In the name of Jesus, we counsel that assignment. We bind that spirit up right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you all for freedom, for peace in you right now, God. Healing and wholeness, God. And God, even thinking of for forgiveness, God. Those may have done things in the past right now that was ungodly right now, God. God, thank you all for forgiving us right now, God. And thank you all for helping us to forgive ourselves right now. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you all for everything you've done, everything you're going to do, but most importantly, for everything that you are right now, God. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. Thank each and every one for tuned in. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, I'm Brother Prater, Brother Prater. You can catch me on Facebook, Brother Prater, Brother spelled out B-R-O-T-H-E-R, Prater, Piers of Paul, R-A-T-S of Tom, E-R. Uh, you can see my daily devotions and uh, uh, videos. Also, you can go to my website at brotherprater.com. You can see my daily devotion and also upcoming events, as well as my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section of my book, where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to Godly Fatherhood. A Few Good Men was written to inform men their needs and their responsibilities towards their family, their children, even their children's mother. Also, for ladies to understand and know what the responsibilities of a man are and also how to choose, not just choose, but help them to uh, see the qualities of a potential future uh, husband, or present to future children, uh, father. Also, my other book, The Girl Who Was a Brother's Keeper, this is um, a story about my sister, uh, Sheila Prater, who was tragically killed uh, during uh, domestic violence. So I thank y'all for uh, tuning in, and I thank y'all for y'all's love, support, and everything. So with that being said, I appreciate you all. I hope y'all have a blessed, blessed, blessed week, and thank you for listening to Reclaim My Heart Podcast. God bless you, and good night.